You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Top of the hour, Rob Brown of Bet for the Cycle. Saturdays here on BetQL will join us to talk MLB spring training. Uh, they've gotten things up and running with pitchers and catchers in most spots now. Uh, everybody else will report over the weekend, most places, and we'll have actual grapefruit and cactus league action a week from today. It's so close. I can smell it, J-Rod. I can smell the baseball. I can smell the peanuts and the Cracker Jack. Oh, and there. I, hey. I we lost it for a second. Hey. Now, now J-Rod's. The, the the gremlins are in the machine this morning. Welcome into BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. We're live coast to coast on the BetQL network, and wherever you may be in the world, on your Odyssey app. Don't forget, you can watch the show as well. Twitch.tv slash BetQL or YouTube Odyssey Sports. Uh, an all-star weekend, NBA all-star weekend edition of GTFO or Oh Yeah, coming up in 20 minutes. Before we wrap up the show with lightning bets, we'll also do some quarterback matchmaking. There are, by our count, at least five, if not as many as eight teams looking for quarterbacks this offseason. We'll try and match them up with quarterbacks that are out there and available as best we can. We'll do that at 1120 Eastern here on BetQL Daily. There's also Stadium Series action this weekend in the NHL. We're going to get Ryan Gilbert of the Hockey Gambling Podcast in just a few moments here to talk about that. And just really the stretch run with the trade deadline just three weeks away. Um, What do we expect? What about individual award markets, futures? Uh, Where are things headed? Um, I cashed pretty well on the NHL bets last night, J-Rod. Had the under in Penn's Blackhawks. Um, let's see. what We both had under in Seattle, Boston. Seattle, Boston. Yeah. That hit as well. Uh, had An explosion of goals, line. by the way, by the Kraken. An explosion. Four goals. Four. That's, like, that's, that's like a week's worth of goals for them. Yeah, that's completely off the map for them. <laughs> Speaking of an explosion of goals... Avalanche and Lightning lived up to the expectations. Uh, They went way over the total of six and a half. I think the only thing uh, missed between the two of us on hockey last night, I missed Rangers and Canadiens under six, thought the goaltending would be better. That ended up being, um, that ended up being uh, way over as well. But hey, we will take a four in one night on the ice. I think we'll take that. All day. All day. For a guy in South Florida. And a guy in Pittsburgh where his team is falling apart, then yeah, we'll definitely take four and one on the ice on a given night. Speaking of the team falling apart, I know they appreciate it on the other side of the Commonwealth, which is where our guy Ryan Gilbert is, the hockey gambling podcast at R Gilbert S O P on Twitter. 
Would you like to make any remarks about Sidney Crosby, the demise of the Penguins, and how it all needs to be torn down, Ryan? I get, the floor is yours, sir. Yeah, I mean, it's been fun watching Kyle Dubas kind of do his thing there in Pittsburgh. Flail about, yeah. After saying he was going to, you know, spend time with his family after being in Toronto. But no, I, I had have respect for Crosby this year. I, I had some uh, Crosby 150 to one for, for Hart if he was able to carry the Penguins to the playoffs here. It's, it's still a possibility. Obviously, the Gensel injury uh, hurts a little bit for Pittsburgh. But I mean, the Metropolitan right now is just whichever team can be the least bad is going to hang on for that playoff spot. I love it. So. Uh... You know, I, I'm I'm a Southern California native living in South Florida, so clearly hockey is in my blood here. But and, and I love to talk about the West. Okay, we, you know, yesterday we had a little East Coast love talking about you know how the Rangers were a good fit, maybe at eleven to one to raise the cup, plus the Bruins and the Panthers. What about out West? You see Edmonton at plus seven fifty, Colorado eight to one. Uh, who who would you be seeing out of the West, both as as chalk and maybe somebody we should keep an eye on? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned there the Oilers are, are plus seven fifty as as the Stanley Cup favorites now, which is crazy after how how they started the year. I mean, you, you can't go wrong betting them. I mean, they're they're you have they have McDavid, they have Drysaddle. Looks like they may finally have some goaltending and Stuart Skinner there playing well. Um, yeah, Oilers look good at plus 750, but I mean, I, I have my eyes on the stars there at plus 1100. They've been really surging recently. I think they're a good bet for the central as well. If you can get plus odds on them and they're, they're now, I think the second favorite for the president's trophy with the Bruins falling off a little bit. So at 11 to one, they're one of the best five on five teams in, in the league. They have Miro Haskinen back now. Jake Ottinger was out there for a bit, but now he's back and he's been solid in net. And they have a, a mix of veterans and rookies that, that, you know, went decently far in the playoffs last year, picked up Matthew Shane in the offseason. I think that was a really great pickup. They still have that 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 uh, duo of, of Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn that you think about when you think about the Stars, but they're playing third-line minutes now because they have Robertson and Duchesne and Pavelski and these guys ahead of them. So I think the Stars at 11-1 to are a good pick. Canucks also 11-1. to They've been really good, especially since they're getting Elias Lindholm from the Flames. So I think there, there's a few good options out there in the West. Yeah, we were talking yesterday about some of the individual award markets too. Ryan Gilbert of the Hockey Gambling Podcast with us here on BetQL Daily. And Connor Bedard returns last night for Chicago. Looks looks pretty much like Connor Bedard. Um, still the clear-cut favorite for Calder for Rookie of the Year, minus 250. But we did have an interesting conversation yesterday about the possibility that if you're going to back a Brock Faber, 3-1 to one right now, this might be your opportunity, or has the window closed on that already, you think, Ryan? Uh, yeah, the, the Calder Trophy race is kind of weird now because you were waiting for Bedard to come back, and now Bedard's back mm -hmm. sooner than you expected. So you, you may think you may have missed out on favor, but I could see a lot of money cutting, coming in on Bedard now that he's back. He's the big name. Faber obviously has a lot of good underlying stats. He's been getting a lot of multi-point games recently, which definitely helps there in the race. I mean, if he keeps up there on point a points pace with Connor Bedard, he might have a chance. But I don't know if you can you can bet against Bedard right now when he's healthy and getting an assist last night. So, yeah, because we, we were actually talking uh, about that kind of like in the NBA with Victor Wimbayama. Like, has they, have they done enough? If all of a sudden teams decided to shut them down, uh, 
to actually win the award. So it sounds like, you know, the field wouldn't even be a good bet right now uh, with, with Bedard. Any other values in these award markets? Because obviously we're starting the third period of the NHL season. Anything out there that we should be looking at, whether it's the MVP, whether it's coaches, anything we should be looking out there that maybe isn't as obvious as, as, as we should be keeping an eye on? Yeah, I think the Hart Trophy race is starting to open up back a little bit here. Um, Nathan McKinnon's been beat up the past few games, getting sticks and puck, pucks up high there. I mean, he could be uh, affected by that. He's down to even money now. He was like minus 150 or higher there. So he's there, Kucherov at 2-1. to one, And then, you know, you got McDavid sliding up there at, at plus 290. I think if he can easily go on a run, they have a few games in hand over both the Avalanche and the Lightning and we saw McDavid put up six assists the other night. So we, he can easily close that gap. I think, you know, he's been the odds on favorite until, you know, the Oilers had that bad start. So I think close to three to one on him isn't bad. And, you know, if Austin Matthews gets seven, 70 goals, which seems likely now, especially after his hat trick last night against the Flyers, I mean, 10 to one, there's definitely uh, worse bets out there. I was just going to say Matthews, uh, given, not you know, last night uh, aside, I mean, if the Leafs are able to find some level of consistency, Ryan, and they have won seven out of their last 10, um, if they're able to find some level of consistency and, you know, just get out of the wild card portion of the playoffs, right? Find their way into the third spot in the Atlantic, maybe an upset in the first round of the playoffs. I know the voting will be done by then, but it feels like Matthews, we know what the voting contingent has done to the Hart Trophy in the past, and this goes back decades. If they like somebody, that guy, whether they're quote unquote, you know, worthy or not, um, they'll lean on that guy, right? Uh, I mean, again, not to be too uh, Penguins homerish here, but you go as far back as uh, was 88, 89, when Lemieux had 200 points. And Gretzky still won the Hart Trophy, right? Like, they liked Gretzky, the media, in Canada especially, because Lemieux didn't like to talk to the media. Um, that is, if the Leafs are playing well, and it feels like all of Canada east of Thunder Bay is behind the Leafs, um, then I, I do get the sense that that Canadian media push for Matthews at for the Hart, if he hits those numbers, 65, 70 goals, is going to be a big one. And if you're looking for value, ten to one now, I, I think that's a great point. Yeah, and like the, the obviously the Leafs have that core four, but I mean, and they're all all playing well points wise. Nylander had, had a great start to this season. Uh, you know, Mitch Marner hasn't been as great as expected. John Tavares is still there, but Austin Matthews is the guy there in Toronto. I mean, we saw him get the All Star Game MVP there. So I mean, a regular season MVP to, to follow that up would would not shock me. Brent, the uh, stadium series is happening this weekend and, you know, smart for the NHL to, to, to do it on Saturday to not step on the NBA's uh, Sunday All-Star Game party. I, lo I love that, that there's a, it's a doubleheader. There, there, there's two games in the stadium there. Um, how do you bet a stadium series? How would you approach it? Because obviously, you know, you've got elements, you've got weather, you, you've got, you know, is there any different way to, to, to bet a stadium series game? Yeah, it's it's always weird betting these outdoor games because you don't know what the weather's to be weather's going to be. I know there is some snow in the forecast here in Philadelphia for tonight, so I'm not sure if that's going to last until tomorrow. But I, I imagine not for for 8 p.m. I do kind of look towards unders in these games. You know, it's a lot of you know not you can't make too many skilled plays, but it's tough to bet an unders game under in, in a Devils game this season. I mean, they're in <laughs> in, in, in rumors for Markstrom, but. 
Nico Dawes has started a few in a row. Vitek Vanacek, you can't really trust either of them. But on the flip side, I mean, you have the Flyers, you have Tortorella who's going to have his guys out there checking hard, blocking shots no matter what. And uh, Sam Harrison has been great in net as well. So I would lean to the under, and I'm seeing the Flyers as underdogs right now. I definitely don't hate that at all. I will be taking that. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Flyers in the under would be the play for the uh, Saturday game. Yeah, Flyers, Devils at six and a half right now. Uh, Rangers, Islanders at five and a half for the totals for the weekend stadium series games. Three weeks to go until the trade deadline. Ryan Gilbert of the Hockey Gambling Podcast with us here on BetQL Daily. Um, you you alluded to one of perhaps one of the the bigger trade chips on the market not being available now is Jake Gensel, uh, who's right behind Sidney Crosby uh, in leading the Penguins in scoring. Uh, is unavailable for the next four weeks, most likely long-term IR yesterday. But where else do you see big moves coming at the trade deadline that maybe you want to you want to jump those moves so that you still get value in the markets? Yeah, I think one team that you know definitely knows how to win a Stanley Cup is the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're they're at twenty-five to one. Unfortunate injury with Mikhail Sergachev going out with with a with a broken leg there. But you know, also at the same time, they now have eight million dollars in cap space to work with. And you know, if Sergachev can miraculously come back for the playoffs, they can do that cap circuit circumvent circumvention there. So I think plus twenty or twenty-five to one now for the lightning for the stanley cup is a good look and also you know toronto edmonton they're going to be in the market for defensemen possibly depth forwards as well with tyler bertuzzi not doing too well up there in toronto but it's going to be an interesting trade deadline because like after the top few guys you really have to squint to convince yourself that these players are worth you know paying up for for a rental so i mean we saw two of the i guess biggest names including monahan get get traded already so it's going to be going to be a race to get these last few top guys and then whoever is whoever misses out is going to you know have the consolation prize of someone like a a sean walker or scott lawton from philadelphia great stuff ryan uh we appreciate you taking the time this morning the hockey gambling podcast at r gilbert sop on social media follow him he's got puck for you and uh from the analysis of getting you the best value in all the markets whether it be a single game board like tonight, Canes in Arizona, or stuff over the weekend in the stadium series or those futures and award markets. Thanks again, Ryan. We appreciate it. Yep. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the deadline, I think that's a great point Ryan makes, J-Rod, about you know the Lightning are going mm-hmm. to be involved every single year. And if they're looking to add something at the deadline, they're not going to sit around and wait. They're going to jump on it. And that's greatly going to affect those futures odds. Obviously it might be a team you want to jump in on while there's still some value on them to maybe win the Eastern conference, or even if you want to buy a cup ticket. Yeah. Well, and Tampa Bay who has now a history of winning an expectation of winning uh, you got to love that as a fan and as a better, because you know, that team isn't going to stand pat. And, and you, that's obviously goes into, you know, why, why so many people get Yankee tickets or why so many people, you know, Right. In, in previous years, because those teams are going to make uh, have accustomed their fans and accustomed their organization to winning. And Tampa Bay is always a, is a great spot. And I'll tell you what, down here in Miami with the Panthers, now that sort of expectation is starting to come. And Tampa Bay has been the big brother up north. That's that's constantly reminded them that they are the, the rulers here up until last season. 
Yeah, Florida's a great eye, too. I mean, they looked really good against the Penguins the other night. Uh, you, you can make of that what you will, given the state the Penguins are in right now, but they looked really good. They win uh, in Buffalo last night. Yeah, a team to keep an eye on for some Eastern Conference futures at the very least. Rob Brown in 20 minutes, 25 minutes from now, host a bet for the cycle to talk baseball as pitchers and catchers are reporting. And we're this close, just a week away to spring training games in Florida and Arizona. We'll do some quarterback matchmaking in the final hour as well before we get to our lightning bets. But coming up next, an NBA All-Star Weekend edition of GTFO or Oh Yeah, right here on BetQL Daily.